Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS online program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our next guest, we have an entrepreneur named Jake Melton. Jake Melton, welcome to our Gifters Podcast, where your story is a gift to the world. Thanks, Christopher. Thanks for having me. So Jake B. Melton is a change speaker, a minimalist, a generation expert, and an author. His book is being released on July 17, 2018, so in a few weeks, titled Minimalize to Maximize Your Happiness. Thank you so much for being on our podcast. I want to just dive right in. I'm actually a minimalist. I think a lot of people like stuff and want stuff, but I know why I'm a minimalist, but share with our guests why do you think minimalism is, a, is something to, to, move, to move toward or, or think about? Yeah, sure. No, I'm glad you asked that. I think something I want to touch on first before we dive in about minimalism is there's a lot of misconceptions out there. A lot of people think being a minimalist means, you know, living with the bare minimum you need in life, getting rid of everything, not owning anything. I mean, there's even some misconceptions that you can't own a car, you got to live downtown and walk to the grocery store, you got to have a mini fridge. Uh, I mean, there's, there's all kinds of uh, ideas like that. But what, what I have found is minimalism is about just getting rid of the things in your life that don't help, uh, help you or contribute towards your happiness or forward progression. And so for some people, um, that is that could be negative relationships, it could be uh, processes in a, let's say if you're a business owner or resources, it could be um, attitudes, ideas. There's there, anything negative in your life that is not making you a better person are the things that you should get rid of. Um, for me there, I'll be honest, there's still some physical tangible things that I like to get. Um, and so I think that clearing that up, that it's not living with nothing. Um, you know, if you have a hole in your shoe, you got to deal with it until, <laughs> you know, until you absolutely can't walk anymore. Um, so my background in minimalism started uh, several years ago. Uh, I've always kind of been a minimalist at heart and I've always, as far as my style, um, my attitudes, the way I kind of, I live life, I've been very minimalistic. And as far as like the physical realm of minimalism, I have always been very, or I've kind of been OCD, but mm. I've been very organized. Um, if I don't use something after, I mean, I, I did this back when I was seven years old. I'd go through my room every month, get rid of, <laughs> you know, I really did. What did your mom and dad of, say, Jake? <laughs> well, oh, like, our son has some. Yeah, we're not buying you anything anymore. That's what, that's what they said. Um, and I would actually get rid of things that, that were old or I wasn't using and, um, so I've always been very clutter free that way. Uh, and what for me, it was more of the emotional side. I, I was uh, holding on to relationships that weren't helping me become a better person that were kind of holding me down and keeping me back from progressing in life. And um, I had, you know, more on the attitude side, I just had more negativity uh, in my life based on experiences that I've had. And for me, that was that was why minimalism stuck out the most. And practicing that, uh, you know, and, and fulfilling on that journey. And over several years of doing so, I am still not even close to perfect, but <laughs> it has made a huge difference in my life. And so my message to business owners, to people of all kinds is to help them minimize their business and minimize their life, to find simplicity, 
and to focus on the things that make them a better person and make their life happy. No, I love that. I mean, another way to say it is you're very conscientious, Jake, even as a, as a seven-year-old or very self-aware. And I, and I appreciate that because if more people were like you, we would just have more of a, an amazing world, I think, because too many times if we're focusing, I always say it's like television makes you want things that you don't need. Yep. And the things you think you need, you can't afford. But the worst thing that television does, it, it creates an idea of a person that doesn't exist. You know, you want to be the Kardashian, you want to be this, but it doesn't exist. Because I live in LA, I live in Beverly Hills, and I've seen people like that. And they, their gift bags sometimes are so loaded with like tens of thousands of dollars of stuff, but yet you still have the Kate Spades and the Anthony Bourdain's who unfortunately pass away where they have all those material things. I'm, I'm not discounting, obviously they've gone through challenges, but I'm just saying from a material standpoint, they had everything that anyone had ever wanted. But from your perspective, that's just a very great awareness to have. Now, when you talk about the benefits, let's dive into that because people think of minimalism as, oh, I'm not gonna live, live a good life. But if you talk about, well, what do you feel is the one thing that you are most grateful about having this awareness? Because though you're not perfect, obviously, because none of us are, but what do you think has gave you the, the biggest sense of satisfaction and enjoyment that you are a minimalist? It's, uh, I would say focus, I mm. think. Um, being able to focus on the right thing at the right time. Uh, there's a book called The One Thing. I don't know if you've read that yeah. by Gary Keller. Gary Keller, yeah, yeah. That book would be my mantra in life, if that's how you would phrase that. That book has summed up a lot of what I've tried to do in my life, and it has helped me more than any other book. And the because of the focusing on the one thing and making sure that you're each day you have one thing that you're focusing on each month you have one thing that you're you know one goal that you're hitting towards one purpose in life um, i mean you can have more than one but keeping that focus in mind for me uh, my mind moves quickly i i don't technically have add but i feel like i have some <laughs> aspects of that and so staying focused was a little bit more difficult for me and um losing track of purpose and, and the perspective that I need to move forward. Sometimes I would, like I said, get caught up in toxic relationships or allow outside influences to influence me more and kind of throw me off track. So focus um, has been, as far as becoming a minimalist, the most uh, positive benefit for me in my life. Now that is great. And is that something that you help your clients with or when you're giving speeches where you just encourage people to have a better focus because you know we live in a world that's so distracted i read this survey or article one time where it was a locklet company and they found that an average person checks their smartphone 110 times but the high frequency user which they call checked it 900 times and you just think about what's going through our minds so when you say you're adhd i think our entire generation is adhd unfortunately because of the fact that we have a device in our hand that constantly allows us to release dopamine and endorphins so we're always happy but as a result is what you're saying i absolutely agree with you so for our listeners just please know perhaps i'm not being the most unbiased interviewer but i really agree with jake by saying that minimalism does help with focus because the less you have around you less thoughts you have less people that are negative it just allows you to just step back it could be a fearful at first but like in your case as you found it's very liberating it is it is it's liberating from stress um, from anxiety. I'm not saying it takes it away, uh, but it certainly helps. I mean, if you think about our minds and, and what we focus on, we can only focus on one thought at a time. Um, and so 
you know, it's, I think, who is it? Uh, Maxwell, John, is it John Maxwell? John Maxwell, yes. Who says, you know, it's better to be great at one thing than good at many things. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, you know, that all comes down to focus and, and making sure that your results are effective by focusing your attention on one thing at a time. I know. And it, it seems preposterous, but imagine if Dr. King, when he was writing an I Have a Dream speech or giving his speech, he was like checking his LinkedIn, you know, or imagine <laughs> Michelangelo carving out David and he's like looking, he's doing a snap story, you know, it's just, it's just, obviously they wouldn't do that, but we live in a world where it's so ingrained in us. But um, let's, we only have a few more minutes, but sure. I've never actually heard of a person called a generation expert. What does that mean? So I have a background and expertise in, uh, in the generation. So mostly generational leadership and management. So right now, a big message I spread is there are five generations working in the workforce today. Wow. Um, a lot of people have talked about the three as far as the uh, baby boomers, the millennials, and, and generation uh, X. Mm -hmm. And those have been kind of the main three, mostly boomers and millennials, just because they've kind of had the most conflict. Mm -hmm. But I, this is the example I use. If you go into Walmart right now, you will find an 80-year-old person working there, and you will find a 17-year-old teenager working there. Wow. And you will find everybody in between. Hmm. So the workforce that we're in right now with Generation Z coming in over recent years, there are five generations. So that is, you know, decades and decades of experiences, world events people have seen and been through, uh, goods and bads and expectations and priorities, communication styles. And so with, with that in mind, it is helping businesses uh, overcome and, and bridge that generation gap that exists because it always has existed and it always will. Uh, but with five generations in the same time because of the longevity of life now and how long people are staying in the workforce, um, it, it is definitely very impactful today uh, to businesses if they are not aware of that. Yeah, that's a great point, Jake. And just so you know, you might know this already, there's a massive generational shift in wealth as too because there's trillions of dollars of very wealthy people that are going to be transferred down to the next generation. So if that's a specific niche that you might consider, and that's something I can talk to you off this podcast, but what I'm saying is it's a very specific niche, both minimalism and generation, because I've actually haven't come across many minimalistic type speakers, nor generations. So I think you have a great brand. We're pretty oh, much you. out of time. You're welcome. We're pretty much out of time on our podcast, but how can our guests stay in touch with you, Jake, and learn more about your services and speaking? You know what? They can go to my website. It's www.jakebeasinboymelton.com. Um, I also have the domain minimalize your business and minimalize your life.com. Those are two separate domains. Uh, you can follow me on LinkedIn, just Jake B. Melton. Um, I'm on LinkedIn quite a bit and Instagram at underscore Jake B. Melton. Uh, I'm also on Facebook as just Jake Melton. Uh, I'm not, I'm not a big uh, tweeter, so I'm not, I'm not very active on Twitter, but I am uh, on those other uh, platforms. So please reach out to me there. Um, if you have listened in, just go ahead and shoot me a message and, and let me know you were able to listen in. And I'd love to be able to connect and get to know you more a little bit uh, to the listeners out there. Great. Jake, thanks so much for your time and have a great day. Thanks, Christopher. You too.